Hello, dear listener. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Spooky Doings podcast. My name is Rick Guzman. I'm an improv comedian from New York. We still can't do improv because we are about chin deep in the coronavirus. Uh, despite what anybody says, I don't want to go eat dinner someplace. I'm joined by a lady who's handling all the tech aspects, and she is drunk with power, wielding it with an iron fist. She's the Alabama enforcer, Chelsea Bennington. Hello, Chelsea. Hi. I'm drunk with power, and hopefully it won't result into a hangover. A hangover of weakness, is what I would say. Sure. <laughs> we got a couple of panelists guests today. Uh, first, there's a friend from way back when, in the Tower Record days. He's a musician, an artist, a DIY entrepreneur. I fucked that up. Chelsea, don't edit that out. Uh, he's a man known as Soda. How are you, my friend? Greetings, everyone. How are you? How are you holding up in the time of Rona? Okay. I mean, you know, it's weird. It's just been a, a, a bad year for everyone and complicated and yada, yada, yada. But we don't need to dwell on that. We're here for fun stuff. True, true. Absolutely. Strangely enough, still not my worst year. <laughs> oh, man. And we are also joined by Magnet House Team performer, uh, improv performer extraordinaire Max Bank. How you doing, Max? I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing right. good. Life's Holding up well in this time of a pandemic. Yeah, you know, strikes and gutters, but uh, yeah, it's been <laughs> pretty good for the most part, I think. And my short-term memory is pretty shot, as every day is pretty identical to the one before. We're all living memento <laughs> right now, but you know, write this down, get it tattooed on yourself. First guest to make a bowling reference on this podcast. So take a virtual <laughs> bow. Best day of my life. <laughs> but we're here uh, to talk about the positivities. And one of the things that I like about the horror community is we're generally uh, accepting, we're inclusive. Uh, we are not Star Wars fans that are going to threaten people with death <laughs> if we disagree with them or if we don't like how our fiction is being presented to us. So I'm a believer. I don't believe I like the term guilty pleasure. I think you like what you like and, you know, wear it like a fucking badge. I know Chelsea does. I know uh, Soda does. Max is a new friend, but I've met him wearing a Lost Boy shirt. And it's like, this guy, he's down. Um, so I like the term unpopular opinion. So today we're going to share some of our opinions that may not resonate with everybody, but fuck it. We love them. And that's what we got. So we're going to be chivalrous. So Chelsea, what would you like to share with the group? Um, yeah, so I've been thinking about this ever since you mentioned that you wanted to do this topic because, you know, following the horror community, especially on Twitter, I've noticed mm -hmm. that a lot of what I thought were unpopular opinions have become popular or at yeah. least in that community. Like, my biggest example, if you asked me a couple of years ago, uh, is that Jennifer's body is severely underrated. And now it's become this cold classic and everybody's appreciating it for what it is and that it was, you know, mismarketed and that Megan Fox is fantastic in it. Um, so that was the biggest one that I've noticed. And then just how much more inclusive and progressive horror is getting for the most part. Um, two that come to mind, uh, one that I know you respectfully disagree with, and 
you know, my mind changes a little bit on it is I'm not a big fan of Shudder's favorite host extraordinaire, Joe Bob Briggs. And I think it may, I, at first I thought it had to do with the fact, you know, I'm 28. He's, I don't, I don't fucking know how old he is, but he's old. Older. Older. How old is he? I don't know. Yeah. I guess maybe late. 50s yeah that's what that's what i would guess too um i tried watching you know his drive-in series and i just wasn't resonating with it but again i may not just be the audience for it and then some stuff came out about him that i sent you that was Mm -hmm. pretty controversial and i don't think he's really addressed it yet when it's come to god rick i can't even remember what it was it had to do with just some he wrote an article or something about sympathizing, I think, with severely alt-right people. Mm. Um, and I hate that narrative of, you know, punching Nazis is not going to get us anywhere. And I'm like, yes, it will. Just punch them all. <laughs> it's very satisfying. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yes, it will. So that is that is my biggest one. And then I rewatched a couple of these yesterday, but I will stand by something that I think is an unfortunate that is an unpopular opinion. I think the Final Destination movies are pretty great. <laughs> All right. Um, Rick's the, like, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, uh, we'll, 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 we'll go back to the Joe Bob thing. I get it. There is, I, I, I am a fan, I respect his knowledge, but sometimes he is like one of those uh, older comedians who, uh, some of his stuff definitely comes off as hack. It's outdated. And seeing him on his show, he'll, 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 he's like, I, o- I always get in trouble for what I'm going to say. And he's trying to figure it out. And he stumbles. I think his stumbles are very public. And it's okay. You don't have to like him. Now, I only watched the final, first Final Destination. And I didn't like it. So please tell me what you love about it. Because I do love Tony Todd. I, I, I think he was in the first one. If I'm wrong, please correct me. He is. Yeah, he's in three or four of them at least. I think he's pretty constant, yeah. Yeah, so on paper, I should like it. Because I love Tony Todd. Even like in a movie like Hellfest, where he's in like one scene and a bunch of voiceover, it's like, I'm I'm just waiting for Tony to show up. It's a fun movie. Like, read me the fucking phone book. I just rewatched all the Hatchet movies, and I'm like, we we need more Tony Todd. He was just in Hatchet 2 and 3, right? Uh, he did a one scene in the first one, and then they killed him off in the second one. Oh, R.I.P. Oh wow, I was off. <laughs> yeah. He's also in one episode of Riverdale. So no, yeah. When? Uh, he plays a scary hitchhiker potential murderer. So didn't I... see that coming, but go ahead. Yeah. I think in Rick, we two... must have missed that. Oh, season two? How did I miss that? I think season two, maybe maybe three, but I'm pretty sure two. All right, Chelsea just fucking outed me right here as <laughs> and my lady in tandem convinced me to watch this sexy Archie program, and I haven't come up with a valid reason to stop yet, uh, and I'm admitting that here, and it is my secret shame, but this is a safe space with the four of us here, and 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 our dozens upon dozens of listeners. Uh, but I, I still feel shame for it. Uh, it's not a guilty pleasure, 
I don't feel guilt. It's just, I shouldn't be watching this, but I can't quite stop. But going yeah. back to Final Destination. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> going, going back to Final Destination. I, uh, so I'll say I love the first three and then there was a fourth one and I and I always skip that one when I rewatch them because I think they were trying the humor way too hard that was one where the big main accident was um in a in a race car venue race track <laughs> <laughs> yeah like Daytona 500 type thing yeah exactly thank you yeah track race car venue <laughs> A vroom vroom house. A vroom vroom house. And um, I don't know. I, I just didn't find it terribly interesting. And that one was filmed specifically to be 3D. And I think that's where a lot of horror sometimes falls short when it tries to go on the 3D trend. It looks just incredibly, incredibly fake, which a lot of it already does anyway. But um, I didn't care for that one. I, I love the fifth one because I feel like it really went back to what the first one was trying to capture with this death is inevitable. And just because you skipped it, you know, doesn't mean just because you cheated um, doesn't mean you're going to live a long and happy life. And I usually hate the horror trope of no survivors. Um, but in Final Destination, I love when no one lives because it just shows that no one, no one can beat it. And the decks are usually pretty fun and creative. I will say most of them are like just hazardous working conditions. Like <laughs> it's just it's just hazardous working conditions. It's someone not noticing that a nail is on the floor or anything like that. So it is pretty funny, but it makes me I remember when I saw the third one. The third one has a certain um, nail gun death in a home improvement store. And that came out when I was in high school. And I just remember I didn't go to like Lowe's or Home Depot for <laughs> <laughs> because I was just so scared this was going to happen. I had no rational reason to think I was going to trip into a nail gun. But you never know. Um, I don't know how to justify that I love them. I think they're just fun and they know what they are. More, You know, like the Hatchet series. It knows mm -hmm. what it is. Um, and Tony Todd is pretty fantastic in it because, especially in the fifth one, when I rewatched it yesterday, he just knows all the rules of death. He's just like, yeah, if you want, if you cheated death and if you want to live, then you're going to have to kill someone. And then that means you've taken their years. And I'm like, who told you this? Who were you on the phone with that told you, all right, this is how, this is how death plays out. See, I was going to ask if I should give it another shot, but the way you just described it um, as, a, as a set dresser by trade, I feel like I'll just be watching it going, that's, not, that. Osha. Yeah, that's not OSHA approved. You'll be like, this wouldn't have happened. I feel mm -hmm. like you would be one of those people who would absolutely watch it thinking this wouldn't have happened. I took a 10-hour I, I safety course online twice for my job, so no. <laughs> But yeah, I think, I don't know how unpopular of an opinion it is that I love those movies and I wouldn't mind if, well, I don't know if they could continue with it. I mean, how, I guess there's a multi-million ways people could die, but I just feel like they do run out of ideas. 
There are many workplace accidents to be had. I, I feel like if you're if you can get on board with like a, a Rube Goldberg machine that like <laughs> has a bunch of misdirects and then kills somebody, then you're on board for the franchise. I feel every death was like it would be like an axe falls and almost cuts off somebody's face and they go, Oh man, thank God and then like a fish tank falls and like a vacuum cleaner falls into that and then they die. Yeah. It's like a bunch of those. It's always a tiny fake out of yeah. that was close and then their head is smashed in and it's like yeah. Yeah, so I don't know how unpopular it is. I never really see them talked about. So I guess that's why I'm like, maybe these are better than we're thinking they are. But I could be completely wrong there. I think they're in some gray area, maybe, even. Yeah. Because I know you were saying that um, how far can they take it? Are they going to make another one? I'm, I'm sure. But I mean, at this point, it's old enough that they're going to just remake it anyway. And like everything else, be like, oh, here's the remake of... Final Destination, like, you know, what what is there to even remake? Just make another one, kill 18 people really yeah. quickly and move exactly. on. Move on. Keep, I mean, because they're so cheap <laughs> to make and they keep making money. And it's crazy to think about how the first one was. It came out in 2000 and that was a plane crash and or, you know, the plane. But that's that's scary, though. I find that scary, you know? I find it scary, too. Well, yeah, I, I feel... Mean, no, I feel the second one to this day, like everyone of my generation who saw that movie, is when you see the logs in the back of a truck, you you yeah. tense up and you're like, this is the end for me. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, car crashes. Change lanes. Yeah. change lanes, yeah, immediately. <laughs> my mom's a horror fan and she remembers that. And whenever we're in the car together and she has seen the logs, she's like, oh, you remember Final Destination? <laughs> she doesn't even remember it's the second one. She just says Final Destination. And I'm like... Switch lanes. Just shut up. <laughs> Switch lanes. Being being a born and raised New Yorker, I've never been behind a logging truck. But anytime I'm behind like a truck that's carrying uh, multiple cars on it, I think of every action movie I've ever seen. I'm like, no, I can't be behind that. There's going to be some villain that just sets them loose, crashing yeah. into my Toyota Corolla with over 200,000 miles on it. <laughs> and that's not how I want to go home. Huh? So, Soda, my friend, what do you have? I remember you mentioned uh, in the lead up to this podcast one in particular. So, I wonder if that's the one you bust out first. Oh, man. I don't know if I even remember. <laughs> you mentioned but, um, you love the Leprechaun. Oh, gosh. The, the Leprechaun movies are very fun, but it's funny that you mentioned that because I did pull a couple of things off the shelf as just like a quick reference. Oh, you got visual aids. Oh, shit. Yeah. Speaking of Leprechaun, let's bypass Leprechaun and get into Rumpelstiltskin. You guys oh. know this. <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> Take us to school, Zona. Yeah, but I mean, how fun. I mean, this is a movie that I've seen a couple times. Obviously, you know, it's, it's in our home. It's uh, the people behind Leprechaun did it, but I feel, you know, it, when it comes to those creepy little guys, obviously people are always talking about Leprechaun and his adventures in the hood and outer space. And then the troll movies, of course, which, you know, the first one was interesting and even kind of off-putting, but then Troll 2 is like a quote-unquote classic. They did the whole Best Worst movie for that and Nilbog, you know, it's it's pretty pretty ridiculous but 
kind of brilliant at the same time. And I think the guy that made that movie is convinced it is like the best movie ever made. <laughs> but um, I, Rumble Stillskin kind of just, we don't hear much about him, you know what I mean? And his whole, you know, I think uh, the, the, the main actor in the movie, like uh, her husband gets shot in the line of duty and she finds like this artifact, a wishing stone or whatever in an antique store. And that's kind of how Rumpelstiltskin comes into, you know, current time. And I, I mean, he even, I think he's driving like a giant big rig truck in it. I mean, smoking a cigar at the same time. It's, it's pretty great. I mean, I don't know if you guys have even seen this, but I was just like, I, I had to, you know, something random and fun and weird. So, and we did talk about Leprechaun, so I, I threw a curveball. You did, you did. Now, now, it's been so long since I've even heard the term Rumpelstiltskin, so please refresh my memory. What the fuck is, 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 is the tale about, and how does it translate into this horror film that you love, please? I mean, that, that's, a, that's a really good question, because it, it's an old, old tale. I mean, do either, Max, Chelsea, do you know much about, like how so, still skin is like even a thing like yeah how do we know, you know from like know. the 1400s i think it, uh, yeah it's old i mean it's like uh i was even gonna say it's not like a grim fairy tale type thing it's even four right Something but like that, that. that's a good question rick i mean that's mm -hmm. you know well because i remember yeah. the key conceit is that right you know if you tell him his name he's he has to like he has to give up and go home and he's mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> he gets yeah. upset that you remembered his name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's so but, it's like a, a Mixix Pitalik from the Superman comics. Yes. <laughs> I can't, you know, I, I can't still not even say that, but that's very good. I may not be right. That's just how I've pronounced it. Yeah, no, that's right. good. So kudos to you, I guess. Sure. Yeah, but Rumpelstiltskin, like in the urban, in the well, not urban legend, but in uh, the story, in the mean he, streets he of Rumpelstown, <laughs> the mean streets of, that yeah. Rumpelstiltskin lived. Rural legend. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, he stole a baby, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's in the movie. They they take it like they start with like the way back when, and he's all like this evil little guy, and there's, you know, <laughs> trying to get trying to get the baby but in current times when he comes back the actor who is trying to i i guess bring her husband back there is a baby involved too so yeah so good i mean is it a fairy tale is that what it's kind of considered ish i, I will I say so. yeah i think so and my resource on why i think so is i remember i had a vhs of the muppets retelling urban <laughs> you know, fables and fairy tales and Rumpelstiltskin is one of them. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and I remember, all I can remember is like Miss Piggy was locked in a in a basement and had to like uh, spin wool or something. And Rumpelstiltskin, yeah. yeah, was there. And I'm just, whenever someone says Rumpelstiltskin, I just have traumatic memories of watching that. <laughs> Muppet flashbacks. Yeah. Pretty cool though, hey, I mean, but for me, I think it's a really fun movie. It's definitely worth checking out. I would definitely say it fits the category of this discussion, though, I think. I think so. 
But yeah, there, there's my curveball. I avoided Warwick Davis as the Leprechaun and threw in Rumpelstiltskin. So. Does Warwick Davis play Rumpelstiltskin too? Or? No, 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 no. He's Rumpelstiltskin definitely has a few inches on Warwick. I don't know. Um, who is it? Who is it? Um, I don't know. Probably why they got beef. I don't know. <laughs> that would be great. Rumpelstiltskin versus Leprechaun. That would be pretty great. Oh, um, sorry. Uh, Only if Soda directs it. Max, Max, Ro oh, gosh. Grodenchik is his name, so I don't know. He is another yeah. Mac, though. But but sure, I'll I'll direct the new uh, the Rumpelstiltskin remake. Rick, let's not let me know anyone get involved with that. Yeah, but, uh, verse Leprechaun. Uh, it, it'll, it'll in be... outer space or hell, I don't know somewhere. Yeah. Or the hood. Or the hood. <laughs> Isn't there um, a Leprechaun that takes place in Las Vegas? Uh, yeah. In a way. Yeah, no, yes. Okay. I oof, I don't know which one it is. It I might um, it might be after he goes to the hood, I think. But he goes back to the hood, I think. Yeah, there's yeah. two. It, yeah. yeah. It was like, called Back to the Hood. Yeah. yeah. Real gangster. <laughs> Wild outside the box idea. Let's set this uh Rumpelstiltskin versus Leprechaun in Ireland. Yeah. Give Warwick the home field advantage since he doesn't have the height advantage. <laughs> <laughs> The hood's oh, alive, uh, That's great. So, yeah, I don't know. So there you go. I thought that would be fun to mention. It is. We'll, we'll come back to you because I'm curious what else you got uh, in, yeah, well, in, your, in your satchel of fun. I, I, I grabbed four things off the shelf. One isn't a horror movie. It's definitely an unpopular opinion, but it's just, it's near and dear to my heart. If we have time, we can... I'll well, we're not ending before we get to that one, Max. <laughs> it's it's not even it's not even gonna you'll you'll see whatever move move on. I think, oh. I think Max is next. Oh man, now all I got. can think about is what that movie might be, <laughs> or is it a movie? Is it like a collectible figure? No, it's it's a movie. <laughs> okay, but um, I don't want it. You know, I don't want it to be anticlimactic, but it's just one that I absolutely love. So anyway, we'll we'll get to it, I guess. <laughs> with soda it might be something he found on a film reel somewhere in a thrift shop you never and, know my and, thrift shop scores lately because i guess like people haven't been going out i have been like getting insane amounts of stuff it's problematic <laughs> as long as the items aren't cursed you're gonna be fine yeah, no i didn't rub a stone and have a little creepy man jump out and try to steal the baby or anything so i think we're cool <laughs> So far, Max, yeah. what do you bring into the table for us? Yeah, I was trying to uh, uh, think of an unpopular horror opinion because usually I'm more like I just you know like a, obscure stuff. Uh, but I think my most unpopular, and I'm probably wrong on this, is that I'm I'm a big fan of like uh, uh, Rob Zombie's like later oeuvre. Like I like I'm talking like Lords of Salem and Rob Zombie's Thirty One. I really enjoyed those uh despite just gaping plot holes in the scripts themselves just truly that on first you don't even need to think about them they're just there uh but yeah i really i like those movies i'm a i i like all of his movies i even i think i liked the first his first halloween remake uh i seem to recall the second one was too much of a train wreck even for me <laughs> It's a train wreck. Uh, yeah. It's a train wreck. But you get Sherry Moon with like a white horse for some reason, just kind of showing up. And at no point is anyone like, that's a white horse that just is there. 
<laughs> I, uh, so Max, I'll let you know, Rick texted me yesterday and right. he said, I'm going to have my friend Max on the show, but I'm going to warn you because his unpopular opinion is that he likes Rob Zombie's later works. Yeah. Um, I actually don't mind. At first I was like, oh, Rick was wrong. Like he, he likes, you know, Lords of Salem and stuff that Rob Zombie made. That's like, it's fun. It's stupid. Mm. I mean, it, but I like it. And then you mentioned Halloween and <laughs> I got upset. No, um, <laughs> No, I, I've just, I, I know, I almost, I was like, you son of a bitch, you were almost okay, um, but. No. I, I can clarify my Halloween one opinion, though. I, no, little... I definitely want to hear it, because I agree with you, if I had to choose between Halloween, his Halloween, and Halloween two, I would pick Halloween. I will admit, I saw Halloween two, and it was a like from dusk till dawn like horror drive-in um series and halloween 2 was like the third movie they played so it was like 1 a.m and i was very <laughs> tired and it was the first time i saw it and i thought i hallucinated cherry moon zombie on a white horse because i was like What's going on <laughs> you did and also you didn't <laughs> so yes i would love to i would love to hear your halloween opinion well so i i will say I will say also the original Halloween 2 is also not a movie I is one of my least favorite of the Halloween overall uh, saga just because it just kind of it feels like they want to tack on extra 30 minutes to the original and it wound up being like 90 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the first Halloween, I feel the first half of it when it's like little kid Michael Myers and he's like a murderer and he's all he's from a messed up hillbilly family. I thought that on its own was kind of like a fun serial killer movie. Uh, maybe fun's the wrong word, but I enjoyed it. And then after we get out of that, we just get uh, a kind of a, almost a really quick shot-for-shot shot remake of the original, which I cared for less because it was confusing to me. Uh, and then yeah, Halloween 2, I don't... It's kind of like a fever dream. I know I saw it, uh, and I remember bits and pieces, but uh, it, it feels kind of like the original Halloween 2 where... He had like some like three or four extra ideas and was like, yeah, I guess I can pad this out to a full movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like Halloween because we talked about this a little bit, Rick. I think on Jim's podcast or it w or maybe our podcast episode, they're all blending together. But we were talking about how. It, it's very much like, especially if you watch true crime stuff, um, the origins that Rob Zombie created for Michael Myers. I'm like, oh my God, little boy likes to kill small animals in the woods. This is obviously what a serial killer does. Yeah. But if he just made that into his own creation, yeah, I would have liked it so much more because um, then he could add some depth because I'm of the opinion that Michael Myers doesn't need depth. I feel like he is scary just as a shape, you know, shapeless or the, the shape. That's what he's called, the shape. Mm -hmm. um, he's scary like that. So when you tack on this, you know, Lori's uh, his sister and blah, blah, blah. It does, and, you know, that's not Rob Zombie's fault. That was part of yeah. the original that they're retconning now. Um, or the second one, I think. Uh, so I, I do hate that movie. <laughs> and I do, <laughs> I do wish Rob Zombie just did his own thing. But I tried rewatching it a couple of years ago. 
um, and I couldn't get through it. I got to, but it's funny because I did, I did watch, you know, the childhood part of it because it's, you know, it's interesting. Um, and the whole, you know, white trash hillbilly type of family, the parents that aren't paying attention and all that stuff. Um, but when it got to uh, him in the psych ward um, and, you know, the, the nurse or orderly, whatever she was, getting raped and him just yeah. sitting there and, and all of this stuff. And then he gets his precious mask. I was like, I, I, I can't finish this movie because I know the rest of it is literally, a, like you said, a shot for shot remake of the first one. Yeah, and I, I uh, had a thought that maybe my opinion wasn't popular enough, so I was planning, I was thinking, do I want to be like, come on, like a WWE villain and like really stand hard for this movie? Uh, <laughs> but you are 100% correct, and that's, I think, where I lost interest too, because it really, uh, especially the scene in the psych ward, because it's, in addition to the, them throwing a rape scene in there, it's also, uh, it's like Tyler Maine, I think, plays... Mm -hmm. Mike Myers and he's like you know eight feet tall and these two like five foot one orderlies are like in his face being like yeah you are you you're a murderer like ooh you're so bad and like pushing him and like taunting him and then he murders them and I'm like what did you think would happen during and then yeah that's I agree that there's like a the movie then it feels like he wrote the screenplay was like oh right Halloween and then just <laughs> it's like oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, what was the producer's name? Uh, Mustafa Akkad was, like, knocking on the door and being like, hey, you got that script? And he was like, yeah, one second, and just, like, banged <laughs> it out real quick. Well, I, 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 the thing I love about Rob Zombie movies uh, is the visual. I always, whoever his set decorator is and his effects people, to make the blood look realistic and that the sets look properly grimy and and give the right feel to it i always enjoy that's why i like his his halloween and i'm able to separate it uh from carpenter and i also like his casting that he gets people that i love like uh danny trejo and emilio rivera and d wallace and things ken forey and stuff uh it's like, all right, we're always good. But yeah, that those those post-Halloween movies, he's weird and he's unapologetic. And I respect that even when it's like, okay, it's not for me. Like in, in 31, where it's like, you have a, a dwarf dressed like a Nazi and he's speaking in Spanish. So it's, I, where, I, where do you come up with that? How, how can you not? Yeah. I, I couldn't. <laughs> I know I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> And I, I like to think I have a good imagination, but I I could not. Don't have Rob Zombie. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I know I'm gonna watch him anyway when he puts out a movie. Just you know, to see he's not a filmmaker that I avoid, but uh, he's 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 not a filmmaker that I I love either. But it's like all right, all right, I I got no problem with you. I'm gonna be there. I'm I just gonna I wait. That. I think that 31 gets better after more viewings, though. Mm. So With, I should watch it a second time, is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. I found that I enjoyed it more on, like, a second or third watch. And um, back to what Max was saying about uh, the second original Halloween, how you don't like it. I happen, I happen to absolutely love it. Like, I can sit and watch both of those like as one continuous thing because mm -hmm. it's just 
it's just before it gets off the rails, you know what I mean? You have that. And then, you know, obviously season of the witches, no Michael Myers. It's all like twilight zone about the masks, you know, the silver shamrock stuff, which is present anyway throughout. So, Halloween three is super cool though, but there's no Michael Myers, which, you know, depending who you ask, that's not good. Or it's, it's kind of an interesting way to do that. But then, you know, he came back obviously throughout the, the course of the, re the remainder of those, which some of them are okay. Some of them are not okay at all. <laughs> I, I don't know. One of them has Buster Rhymes doing Kung Fu. But I'm glad you brought up the season <laughs> of The Witch because, you know, being an old bastard uh, that was a kid in that time watching it, you know, when it first came to VHS, then it's like, oh, there's no Michael Myers. This sucks. And then generations later, it, it found its audience that if you can watch it separately, right? Uh, like Chelsea mentioned with Jennifer's body, it was ahead of its time. And now if you look at it like, this is just a movie, I'm not looking for it to be part of this bigger saga. You can go, oh yeah, that, that, that mask shit is creepy. And the music yep. is awesome. Yep, for and, sure. And we can have a good time with that. Yeah, but those those masks now from Halloween three, you almost see them as much as you see a Michael Myers mask nowadays, you know, which is kind of kind of interesting how that how that worked out. And also, yes, Lords of Salem, I thought was pretty interesting as far as Rob Zombie goes. I thought that was kind of like his Twin Peaks moment, if you will, maybe. Oh, yeah. I I remember not liking it, and it was before my lady and I were gonna go to Salem. And when we saw that pizza place uh, prior to watching the movie, we're like, yeah, if we're in the mood for pizza, we can go to this place. Then we saw the movie, I'm like, fuck it, we're not eating pizza there. There's another <laughs> pizza place three blocks over. And and it had more of a sci-fi theme. So we enjoyed that pizza place. Chelsea, you went to that one with us. You were about to take me to the Rob Zombie pizza? No, 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 no. We weren't going to go to the, the, <laughs> the Salem one. We took you to the other one that had the fun, like, Doctor Who shit in there. Yeah, that place was fun. And what was it, Max? Max something. Yeah. And no, sorry, Max. Oh, sorry. Like I was calling you. <laughs> no, what was that thing? That 80s thing, Rick. Headroom. Max Headroom. Max, Max Headroom? Headroom? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Oh, what my a treasure. God. That's, what a a, gift. that's a whole other show, man. <laughs> I just love that it sounded like I was calling Max to remember what I saw in Salem a year ago. Max. I, I tensed up. I was like, huh? Yeah, uh, Halloween, uh, Rob Zombie. Uh, well, if your Wi-Fi clipped out at that exact moment, it would have been perfect. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just like Max Headroom. Uh, for any young <laughs> listeners, Google Max Headroom. It's going to get weird. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> um, and then if you want to freak out, Google Max Headroom Incident. That's the... Oh, that <laughs> I, I don't know that one. Oh. That's on the dark web. That's on the dark web. Oh, oh yeah. fuck that. I ain't going to the dark web. Well, there's no. the dark web and the deep web. Is it definitely part well, of the dark web? It actually predates the internet. Oh, God. It was uh, the most notorious pirated broadcast in uh, history. Someone jacked PBS and played a, a psychotic video over Doctor Who. I do know what you're talking about. I, I happen to really like Max Hedrum, and I don't know if you guys know that there was like a full 13-episode show yes. based on that. Which you're gonna be like that can't be good. It is so good, oh man. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong. So he started as like part of a Pepsi commercial or something. Yeah, I think that he his popularity from that launched the TV made, show. Yeah, made it sensible at the time to make 
a show. But I mean, the show is so cool because it's very post-apocalyptic. It's it's really, really interesting. I mean, oh. I don't want to go, go off the rails on Max Hedrum, but I happen to love the show. Like, Max Hedrum himself is kind of like a silly, almost annoying thing. But he's not even like the epicenter of the show. It's just really cool, like sci-fi, post-apocalyptic kind of thing, if you like that stuff. So now, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was on ABC. And I think the thing was, yeah, he helped out detectives or some shit. Yes, yes. Well, it, they show how he becomes a thing, which is pretty cool, and how he gets named. But anyway. I'm I'm kind of waiting for you to like pull out the DVD, like yeah, I have it right I here. Have to go downstairs and get it, but it is, <laughs> no need to go downstairs. I knew that you own it. Yeah, man. Right. With, you know, the holographic cover, even. <laughs> of, course, no, of course, you would. Of course, of course, we wouldn't expect anything different, Ellie. <laughs> my unpopular opinion, and I know this pisses off a lot of people of my generation, doesn't mean I'm wrong. I believe Predator 2 is better than the original. It's great, but it's not better. Well, okay, hear me out. The pre Predator is an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Predator 2 is a Predator movie. So okay. he's the star. I feel, you, I feel you have a cast of better actors from Danny Glover and Ruben Blades, uh, the late, great Bill Paxton. Uh, even fucking Morton Downey Jr. is oh, is is a wonderful asshole, and I think that the, there's two things that put it over the top, in my opinion. You, the predator is defeated, and you find out that you get a prize once you kill one, mm -hmm. uh, as a sign of respect. But but the best thing about it, in my opinion, is King Willie and the Fear Jamaican Voodoo Posse. That beats Jesse Ventura uh, saying he ain't got time to bleed that beats that uh, one soldier that keeps making pussy jokes in the jungle, uh, that keeps, you know, that, that's better than covering Arnold Schwarzenegger up with goo-goo muck so that you can't see him. And you got crazy-ass Gary Busey on top of that. So it's, I, I, I know friends of mine that when I say that, like, you're high, and I think there's a reverence for the 80s action star that we all grew up renting the VHS with, uh, that's why, you know, men my age will, like, punch their fucking cousins and aunts at Christmas time and scream, Die Hard as a Christmas movie. It's like, yeah. But, you know, let's... Let, this whole psychological, like, yeah. but, but, but it's still Bruce Willie doing that, like, horse-eyed thing to the camera. Let's Let's just examine them as films and not as this is the thing I watched 78 times as a kid is it's like all right let's let's look at it put them side by side now so do you disagree with me and I, i'm cool with that come at me <laughs> with love i can't, virtual hugs i can't even disagree though because i absolutely love predator 2 i love it mm -hmm. um so i'm like I, I i won't agree that it's better than predator though because i mean I've watched Predator so much. I think that it's just, it's almost like a comfort food, you know, in like mm -hmm. form. But uh, Predator 2 is, there's an aspect of fun that isn't in Predator, you know what I mean? That could be it. And I think that uh, 
like what is it when uh he's being chased through the buildings and they go through like this little old lady's apartment like her bathroom or something it's just it's you know there, there's like that uh cheesy aspect there i don't think the first predator movie is cheesy at all i just think mm -hmm. it's like really well done like action sci-fi film the element of cheese in predator 2 it you know it really sucks me in too right it's 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 just really fun i i love it i don't think it's better than predator but i do have lots and lots of love for predator 2 me personally i don't know about the other two uh panelists present but that's my that's my opinion i guess i haven't seen either in a really long time oh sorry max so no. i i remember predator more i think i would have to go back and just watch predator 2. is it streaming anywhere i'll lend you the dvd, the DVD? okay <laughs> sometimes you gotta go with physical media usually, usually i think rick is wrong so <laughs> i i'll probably agree with you on that soda because I mean, Rick's often wrong. I, I just let him think he's right. Oh, Rick. I, I, I think I'm right even when you think I'm wrong. It's like, I'll agree with you, but you know, this, this is how I feel. My feelings are real too, God damn it. They're just wrong. <laughs> they may be real, but they're yeah. wrong. But are they valid? But are they valid? Good, yes. to say? Yeah, but I, I'm going to... Go oh, on, Max. I was gonna say yeah. before the Predator gets lost to the next thing, what were you gonna say? Because I'm curious. Oh no, because I, I also I caught uh, maybe half of it the other day. It was on like TNT, so I deal with commercials. Mm -hmm. uh, but I remember when I was a kid, because I'd seen I've seen the original like a million times. I've seen the second one not as many. But I remember uh, Predator Two had a lot more mind blowing revelations about the nature of the Predator that I think had a lot more. Uh, uh, how was I when I saw that movie for the like nine or ten where you're like, wow, like they, he killed he, they all the skulls in the ship. They kill all of these. They go around. They give Danny Glover a little gun for winning. And that means he's been he hunted a human in like the 1700s also. And that like kept there was a lot of mind blowing for it been around for X amount of time. But another thing, since you mentioned the skulls, don't forget that they have the alien skull. Yeah. Mm -hmm. there, which then gets you whole in into like the AVP thing, right. which also I happen to love. Oh, I love AVP. Yeah. Yeah. That, that kicked off. Ooh, AVP are though no good. AVP, awesome. Yeah. That kicked <laughs> off like a whole series of Dark Horse comics that just started the Alien vs Predator thing and got the fans uh, like desperate for the film version of that because I think there were video games and toy yeah. lines as well and then yep. finally we got the movie and it's like all right we're cool I never saw Alien vs Predator Requiem and now thanks to Soto's thumbs down I'm gonna <laughs> I just uh, think it's a stupid name well, <laughs> Alien versus Predator name. Requiem I don't know I just don't like it there's a whole like romantic side story going on in that though which is like wait do they fuck because if they fuck, I'm watching it. Oh, well, no. <laughs> There's a very tender room-esque love scene. Waterfall. That, that, that's what I'm waiting for in Godzilla vs. Kong, not the fight scene. I want the, <laughs> I want the love scene in that.
Wait, but, but before before we go back to your your big finish, Soda, what about uh, Rumpelstiltskin versus Predator? How do you think that would work? I I mean I don't think Rumpy stands a chance, man. Predator does what his name is. So yeah, as long as the Predator can say Rumpelstiltskin to him, Rumpelstiltskin is over. Well, you know how they you know can. They they learn fast. Yeah. They learn and they can mimic voices and it, so. Yeah. Hey, I mean, if, so, if somebody else says it, then the predator can say it, and then we're done. So, alien versus leprechaun. What 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 do you think that would work, look like? I don't know. I think the little dudes have don't have it easy with these big monsters. You know, <laughs> I don't think you're giving them fair fair playgrounds in the rip. And I will say with the, the plots of these, if you have multiple predators, then I think the leprechaun's going to take a couple down. If there's just one in there, I think it'll be pretty even. Same thing with aliens. I feel the more you have of the creature, plot-wise, the, the worse they do on the whole. Okay, so then if not versus, then we should make it a romantic comedy where Rumpelstiltskin finds love with a predator uh, and should come out. Soda should still direct. And it should come out in time for Valentine's Day. I I mean, Second. you're sitting on gold, man. So, <laughs> oh, I just wanted an executive producer credit. You got it. You all right? So before we land this plane, uh, I gotta know what's your 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 last your last uh, unpopular opinion. So I mean, it's gonna be like not. Well, anyway, I, I grabbed you. Four, I grabbed four four things just as a reference. I didn't know like how long or how little we were going to talk about or whatever but real quick my mom's a werewolf oh my god and we just lost john saxon for me to reference any movie and i i, I bring that up is ridiculous probably but i love this movie it is super fun i remember when i was little it was on hbo all the time and i watched it every time and you know physical media it's here in the house <clears throat> Because I don't, I've not heard this movie. I doubt I could find it streaming, and that's why you need the physical shit. Like, all right, this isn't anywhere, but I have one. Yeah, it's really fun. It's just a ridiculous good time. Um, my third item. Do you guys know Spookies? I've seen that cover. I think we had it at the okay. video store, but I've not watched it. It kind of like Night of the Demons meets Ghoulies, but not as good as either. But lots of cool special effects. We're going to do a Night of the Demons episode soon, Ooh. Chelsea and I, with a previous guest. But so here's my anticlimactic, anti whatever. The Masters of the Universe live action movie, man. I <laughs> effing love it. Wow. My favorite, one of my faves. So I want all of you the three of you that i'm sure disagree with me come on come at me bro <laughs> i don't know if the masters of the universe uh love is an unpopular opinion because again being of that generation that grew up with the cartoon then there was a live action one that is pure 80s ridiculousness we all love it i don't know if anybody would agree that would hold up i don't know if you showed it to a young person they would know what the fuck was going on. But yeah. you got Frank Langella as Skeletor, and that's enough he for me. He was so good. He was so good. He was so good. I have actually seen it. Um, 
it was, I think it was on TV a lot and my sister loved it. And I just thought it was fun. I, I don't know. Yes. I just took it for face value for what it was. And I thought it was really fun. But I also haven't thought about that movie in a very long time. Yeah. I'd be interested to watch it again. It's it's good. And I mean, I love Dolph. I just, I'll probably watch any Dolph movie just because I love the guy. And he's like a rocket scientist. He's like that smart, literally. He's an Olympic level athlete and has like a PhD or two. And he dated Grace Jones. Yes. Dated Grace Jones. So, I mean, those are like all check marks in the pro columns for that dude. He's super cool. I don't think it's possible for you to date Grace Jones. I think she dates you. She dates you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I think an unpopular opinion would be like if you love uh, his Punisher over everybody else's Punisher. Oh, I'll take that opinion. That's <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so that was my my secret hiding here. But oh. I just love it. There, there's like sentimentality attached to it too, you know? So that's a big part of it. But um, yeah, I just love it. I just love it. I could watch it all the time. Oh, <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, no. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, it's, it's like my mind's blown because knowing you for a, a really long time, like that makes perfect sense. But yeah. also... To, to have it readily available in hand at any moment, it's like, that also doesn't make sense. So it, it's kind of like when, you, when your mind, like when you okay. see something that you've never seen before and it takes a second for, or two for your mind to process, and it's like, well, now you can't say you've never seen that before because now you just saw it. <laughs> so I'm in that transition, but like, of course he has it. <laughs> On VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray. So let's not leave that okay. out. I guess. <laughs> no Laserdisc? No, to it, Max. Oh my God, if it is a thing, I shall hunt it down, though. <laughs> He'll find it. He'll find it, get it signed by Dolph Lundgren. Hey. Display it proudly. That would be pretty badass, actually. <laughs> so. Uh, but see, that, that's, that, that's the beautiful thing of our own unpopular opinions and, and sharing them with like-minded people. Because it's food for thought. Because now I think maybe Masters of the Universe was on Stars. And I might watch it for the first time in, I don't know, 30 years just for the fuck of it. Because, hey, who knows? Because sometimes even when you go back and you watch those ADX horror movies, uh, like I just watched the original Fright Night for the first time, and, or Shocker, and you see those cheesy lightning effects go through shit. There's something awful about it by today's standards. But like Soda said, it's comforting. It reminds yeah. you of... Uh, definitely my youth and like this this is as good as it was in that one week of in July of 1986 <laughs> I just love that line this is as good as it was <laughs> uh, I, I, I try to be good with words it's all I have left in the time of Corona <laughs> all I have are my words <laughs> me too that's why I refer to things as racing venues and <laughs> And Vroom Vroom House. Vroom Vroom House. I like that a lot. It's You're welcome. You're going to get a fucking t-shirt that says Vroom Vroom House. Vroom Vroom House. With a little race car. That sounds like a, a place you'd go for like dirty 
business. I was about to say when the Magnet Theater reopens, that'll be the name of uh, Max's next house team. Hell yeah. Broom Broom House, a place, what would you say, dirty nonsense? <laughs> dirty business. Dirty I, like business. Dirt, I like dirty nonsense better. <laughs> So you can be like dirty business during the day, dirty nonsense by night. So yeah. something. Dirty business in the streets, dirty nonsense in the sheets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the important part is that it's dirty. Yeah. Oh man. There's lots of good uh good stuff mentioned here that make sure somebody immediately runs to copyright after we yeah. have this call. <laughs> what I'm doing right after I press stop recording. I'm gonna go pat it all of this. <laughs> Room Room House and uh, what is it? Alien versus Leprechaun, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Rumpled Stillskin, I don't know. Well, well, we we know a screenwriter and we can toss him uh, uh, a yep. couple of ideas. Uh, yep. I'll, I'll tell you something after we stop recording because you're going to find this fantastic. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't want to share this story in case he actually makes the script happen. Uh, but as yep. we wind this down, I want to thank both of you gentlemen for coming on with us and sharing your loves and unpopular opinions and making us laugh and uh, definitely brighten my uh, gloomy Sunday uh, in the time of Rona. Uh, Soda, Thank where can people find you if they want to find out what you're up to? Because you're, you're a man that has always had many irons in the fire of creativity. Yeah, um, officialsoda.com is my website. From there, you can navigate to other stuff. You can listen, read, see, watch, whatever. It's lots of, uh, I, I can tickle your senses, you know, from, from there, officialsoda.com. Thank you. Since I've known you, you've been in approximately 73 bands. And all of them are worth listening to. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Maybe 72, but thank you. Okay, cool. I really well, appreciate that. I can't count. <laughs> Max, where can people look you up if they want to find you? Uh, well, right now in the Rona times, we're do I'm still doing the improv on Magnet Theater. My team is called Good and Evil uh oh i fucked up my hair um uh, yeah if you want to i don't have a website if you want to reach me yeah shoot me an email e.max.bank at gmail.com i'll tell you what i'm up to we can hang out it'll be great <laughs> with a mask always wear a mask <laughs> always with a mask that should be fun chelsea where can people find you if they want to um yelling at my cat to not claw my furniture i don't know if any of you guys just saw that but i did saw the tail she climbed on the back of me and started clawing started clawing my furniture she's on steroids right now so she's been really mean um very aggressive <laughs> super strong she's, she's super strong she's literally that warning episode of 21 jump street where that guy is on steroids that is her and it is crazy um where can people find me they can find me on twitter and on instagram um look up chelsea bennington my instagram handle is kind of weird it's uh, Chelsea with two E's LB because somebody took Chelsea LB and those are my initials. So yeah, cool. all you'll find is me, my cat and me ranting. <laughs> As you should. As I should. And you can see, find Spooky Doings on Instagram, Spooky Doings Improv on Facebook. One day we'll be able to do a show and I hope to get Soda in the audience and Max on stage with us and we can make some murderous ha-ha for the people <laughs> once again. Nice. All right. Well, yeah, thank you again for joining us, gentlemen, and to our dear listeners. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay spooky. Till next time.